very soon. Harrison County football, Harrison County boys and girls basketball, and Harrison County baseball, all brought to you by the one and only Jim Swinford, right here on W. It's Thursday, March the 14th, and we welcome you to Coffee Break here on WCYN 1400 and 101.3. Today's show is being brought to you by Hinton Mills, Flower Depot, Cockrell's Auto Center, E.D. Bullard Company, Sorrel Home Medical Equipment, Van Hook Hardware, Eastside Pharmacy, and Whalen & Company. Now we'll say good morning to our host, who I think sounds better than me, Doug Miller. Hey, good morning, everyone. You've got coffee break. That's right. <laughs> and about uh, Trent's at about 35% voice-wise today. Voice-wise, yeah. So we'll talk I to mean, Trent I'm, a lot. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make it, but uh, the voice is not there today. Hey, well, it is the season, Trent, right? That you it know, is. That it is. We live in this greenhouse, and uh, <clears throat> if you have any allergies at all, uh, this you know, weather around here will bring them out. <laughs> you know, i got these noise-canceling headphones on, and I sound I sound quite uh, Barry Whitish a little bit. You know, you do kind of have a Barry tone to you I there. mean, I normally do don't but uh, yeah. today hey uh, how's it going well you know uh, good morning hey. everybody yeah. hope everybody's gonna have a great day out there today and maybe we can have barry give away the cabin fever uh, uh prize today oh and, i think uh, that might be a six pack of la one yeah it could be barry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is and, and <laughs> how serious it is going to be a very very gorgeous day about 52 out there right now once right? again yes sir and we're going to get back into the 70s uh, for highs today, uh, enjoy it while it lasts because we will see a downswing after today. Um, I would venture to guess uh, some rain showers will be entering our area tonight, maybe late afternoon. And then we'll see rain tonight into tomorrow. Uh, the weekend looks okay, actually, but like I said, we're just going to see a decrease in, in temperatures. Uh, just get past this rain rainfall and we'll have a pretty decent weekend, just cooler. You're a real trooper to come in in that shape. <laughs> I mean, I honestly, stay away from me, by the I, way. Honestly, I don't feel bad. I really don't. I hope people don't think I'm trying to get everybody sick. He's not contagious, folks. It's I'm really not. I don't have any fevers or anything. So anyway, well, congratulations on getting here, Trent. Really, <laughs> and I'll try not to talk to you too much. Thank you, Doug. I do have a man here to talk to. That's right. Uh, and uh, Stevie Walt. The Good morning. Storm. Good morning. How are you this morning, sir? Very well, sir. How are you? I believe you run a business on Main Street in Cynthia and I called you lost yours. Is yes, that right? Sir. That's correct. I see the Easter stuff in the window. Your mom, is it your mom done, did that or did you do it? Or? No, she did that. She did that well. Mm -hmm. uh, good. Right. Exactly. <laughs> good. So. Steve and I looked at each other this morning and said, what have you got? And uh, we looked at each other and neither one of us had much. <laughs> we well, Steve, now I had a guy on here that, uh, recently that talked hydraulics with me. Okay. Uh, we don't have any hydraulics in clocks, do we? Not, not that not I, we know of. Yeah, we okay. Uh, yesterday I had the school system on. We talked basketball. You don't have any hoops over at Ewald's Jewelers, do you? I know you watch the game. Earrings. Yeah. Hoop earrings. Okay, have, here we go. I have the hoops. See, I told you something would happen. <laughs> A hoop earring is, of course, just a round mm -hmm. loop, right? Right. And uh, you have those in stock? A few. Or you can get them? A few, but, yeah, I typically order that stuff. Gold was, well, it's over $2,100 an ounce now, so. Really? I don't keep a lot. It's not been that high in a long time, has it, Steve? Or ever. Ever? That's as high as it's ever been. Yeah. Good night. Any kind so, of gold, I guess, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. And well, you got to pay inventory tax on all that stuff. That's why you don't want to have it laying around over there. Let, yeah. let them pay the inventory tax, and I can have it the next day. That's the way to do it, isn't it? That's the yeah. way I'm doing it. But. Well, now, say uh, if an individual would want some of these hoop earrings, <coughs> Steve, mm -hmm. Uh, obviously, you have a few in stock, but right. we can order whatever yeah, we absolutely. want. You can show us what on the computer in a in catalog. A catalog, yeah. catalog. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the thing about it, <laughs> I know you remember when we were very, very young, most earrings had a clasp on them or a, mm -hmm. a, a clip, yeah, they which were looked like they would hurt. <laughs> clip on, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, then I guess it was maybe in the 60s, uh, it become very fashionable for ladies and men in many cases to mm -hmm. have their ears pierced. Right. And we had the pierced earrings. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I first, you know, I don't want to say when I first saw it, but I've always wondered, especially when you have the big hoops and things mm -hmm. like that, if, you know, you get that hooked on something, you're going to tear your ear out. <laughs> Every now and again, it can happen, yeah. yeah. Well, I think that kind of tissue goes together pretty quick. I don't know. Right. They'd have to maybe throw a stitch in it or something. But I just wonder how many times yeah. that's happened to ladies or men. Oh, I expect quite a bit. Because every now and then you see a hoop earring that's like, you know, two or three inches in diameter. Mm -hmm. And yeah. uh, how do you keep that out of stuff, you know? Hook it on your ink pen or whatever. I don't know. I don't know how that works. <laughs> He'll sell you the earrings, but he won't stitch you up if you pull your ears and lobes out with it. But, you know, uh, that really was revolutionary with that mm -hmm. type of jewelry when they started doing that. I mean, people may not, well, that's a no big deal, but it really was. Mm -hmm. Do you even, do you, I don't even know if you can buy old-fashioned earrings now with a clip can. on. Can you? Mm -hmm. yeah. Not at E-Wash Jewelers, though. Okay. Can. can you really? Yep. So you can get those if we want them. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have your ears pierced. Right. Steve can give you some you earrings. Clip on. Clip on. Yeah. You can, mm -hmm. you can fix them so they will. Do we know why the price of gold has gotten so high? Just the I market. Don't, no. I, I don't. I don't assume to know anything about politics. And well, uh, there's Mike Aldrich passing through. Good morning, mm -hmm. Mike. Uh, Steve is working on his phone right now to answer this in-depth uh, economic well, question I've asked. Well, while you're doing that, Steve, uh, and we're talking about hoop earrings, uh, are they always, uh, what are they, gold, silver? You can get any kind you want or any kind well, of gold? or silver, typically the clip-ons clip nowadays are more towards costume jewelry. Oh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I have fixed earrings, you know, pierced ones into clip-ons. Mm -hmm. And so... You, you can, can clip you can it or, that. yeah. You've drawn a text already, Steve. All right. And uh, by the way, the Canup text, uh, Canup Law text line. Did you is, find it in there? Yeah, yeah I got it. Uh, <laughs> Canup Law text line is open as always. If you have a question or comment for Steve Ewalt or Trent, um, and uh, we encourage you to uh, to send in your questions or comments this morning because Steve and I want to talk about a lot of things, but we want to talk about what you want to hear us talk about if that's possible. Textor says, "Good morning, Doug and Steve." What if you order something and it's not exactly what you expected? What's the return policy, Steve? What if you order me something and I look at it and say, Steve, I don't like this. This is not what it looked like. But then, yeah, I'll send it back. You don't have to keep it. I get my money back. Yep. Okay, there you go. Text mm -hmm. or quick answer. If yeah, you don't like it, you no. get your money back. No, unless, you know, I can't do that if you walk out of the store and wear them for two weeks. No, no. I can't do no, that. No, you but. can't wear them to the wedding or whatever and then bring them back and, you know. Right. Uh, yeah, I've heard of that done, you know, people mm -hmm. getting a beautiful dress or something <laughs> right. for a wedding or something and wear it, bring it back when it didn't fit right. Right. 
And the clerk says, well, we saw your wedding pictures in the paper and looked looked pretty good to us. Yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah. you wore the thing, right? right. But no, obviously, uh, you can't uh, right. you know take back jewelry that's been utilized. Have you got something on your phone there, Steve? Okay. Uh, current The current price of gold is $2,167 an ounce. As compared to what it, would it you know normally be i mean uh, well i mean the past several years i mean it's been hovering from, you know 1600 to 20 yeah. know, up to 2100 now but yeah when i first started getting into this uh, repair side i mean i heard people say it'll never reach 400 dollars an ounce yeah <laughs> well it's, it's done that it's done that for sure so you say twenty one hundred dollars an ounce yeah twenty one hundred sixty seven dollars an ounce and that's for now 24 carats yeah pure. 14 carats is that what you said no 24 24 carats carat. right. yeah that's the real right that's I mean, just that's gold gold right. yeah yeah so like if you had um, i mean nobody's real I, I wouldn't think a lot of people were sitting on gold bars but uh like if you had some jewelry Mm-hmm. Just twenty-four karat gold jewelry, and you had it. Would would you be able to turn that into that, or is that when it's actual pieces of jewelry, it's different? Just well, put your jewelry away, finish going to the pawn shop. That's uh, where you get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> for a nickel on the, for a nickel on the dollar. <laughs> I guess I'm wondering, like, what's what's the what's the qualification to be well, able to get that twenty-one hundred dollars? Well, it has to be pure okay. gold, and I don't know of anybody that. Will actually pay that, pay you that for it. Yeah. Um, see, like fourteen carat gold is fourteen parts gold and ten parts other metals. I see. And so I know I've heard that before, but I was going to ask about the whole carat thing. Mm-hmm. So twenty four is pure, right? Fourteen. Mm-hmm. I got you. Right. Now, Steve, you don't buy gold, do you? Or I do you? Do yeah. you? Mm-hmm. But you know, uh, and a lot of times people will have gold jewelry or gold in some fashion. Right. Uh, if it's older, a lot of it is sometimes the twenty-four carat stuff, isn't it? Or is it uh, is that younger? Twenty-four. Do you, do you is, run into that at all? Twenty-four carat is just way too soft to do much to with, do isn't much, it? Yeah, that's I mean, why you don't see it in jewelry. You just it? don't see it in jewelry that much. You know, yeah. eighteen carat is about as high as I've seen. Yeah. Well, now on the gold market, Steve, and pardon me for getting you into this, okay? But you know, most people. Uh, I won't say most people, but a lot of people, if they want to turn jewelry over quick, they'll go to what we call a pawn shop or mm-hmm. a pawn broker. I'm not saying that's a bad thing or a good thing to do, uh, but you know, obviously they're in business to make money. Right. It's just like the guys on TV, whether the, the, the pawn stars, well, the whatever. name of their store is Gold and Silver or something like yeah. that. And pawn brokers always a big, big line in jewelry. Right. Uh, and again, I don't mean this to disparage them, but one bad side of that uh, is that a lot of times when they're stolen jewelry or something, the first place right. that the police officers go to check is the pawn shop. Right. Uh, and the pawnbrokers are good and cooperate, and they, there's laws to make them hold on to it's, things so long right, and all that. It's, it's better now. But if I bring gold down to you, Steve, mm-hmm. uh, how are you going to deal with me? I don't. I don't mean to put you in a, a you know, a competitive. Well, sell me on why I should bring my gold to you, Steve. Well, I mean, I'll check it. Yeah. For the carrot weight. I mean, anybody yeah. can stamp anything. Yeah. So typically the first thing I do is get a magnet out and see if what sticks and what don't. I see. And then I'll... So the first thing you tell me is if I got good stuff, right? Right. Okay. And because I've had people come in with things stamped 14 carat. I mean, it, it looks good. Yeah. But if it sticks to a magnet, I mean, it's 
it's not that difficult to stamp something, is it? No, at all. Mm-mm. So counterfeit jewelry is pretty easy to make. There's a lot of a lot of it out there. Really, I was wondering. Unfortunate. I was wondering, Steve. You said you know we mix other metals mm-hmm. with it, ten parts to mm-hmm. fourteen. Right. What what are is there usually uh, like the common uh, or materials used in that, or is it just about anything? Well, that depends. It's something to make the gold more workable, first of all, right? Well, it, it has to give it strength. Yeah, that's what okay. I mean. Yeah. Right. It has to give it strength. Because, like you said, it's soft when it's pure. Right. Um, I'm, now I'm shooting blank. <laughs> We've wore him out. <laughs> no, I blame it on COVID. When Steve came in today, he said, I didn't know that I'd be speaking about metallurgy today, but that's kind of where we're at. <laughs> and, Steve, if you don't mind me asking you questions while you're working or on oh, the phone fine. to get information. No, they'll... Uh, but you know, uh, you know, I, we were talking one time about how uh, diamonds, okay, mm-hmm. and you know they're a gemstone, right? And we pay money for it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people always think, thought I, at least I was one of them, that one reason that diamonds were so expensive as compared to other gemstones is because they were rare. Mm-hmm. Diamonds ain't rare. We talked about that. They dig them up by the truckloads every day in Africa and other right. places, right? But. But the percentage that are gem quality is, is, is another is, matter. Is rare. Right. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them end up on saw blades and the like. Yeah, and things like that. Yeah. And tools. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now they're making them in labs, and that's. Yeah, that's I know what you think of that. Yeah. Uh, but gold. Uh, same question about gold. Uh, I, I, we're still mining and getting oh, yeah. gold. I mean, yeah. there's guys on TV. You ever seen that crazy show? The guys, I don't know, it's about gold, yeah. uh, mining for gold or not mining. And look, I don't know what they do. Uh, but anyway, uh, gold is not necessarily rare yet, is it? Is it? It's pretty scarce. It is. Yeah. Okay, well, that's what I want to talk to you yeah, about. We, you know? In my former life, when I worked for USDA, mm-hmm. I was a member of the beef cattle group in Anderson County, and, and they always took a trip. Mm-hmm. And so we went to Montana once, and we actually visited a gold mine. Oh, yeah? And what they were mining, you couldn't see it with the naked eye. Oh, I mean, yeah? They had the tons of rock for ounces of of gold return, but apparently it's worth their while to do because they were sure doing it. Well, just like the old Forty ers they'd pan forever right. to get a few grains of gold. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It don't come out in chunks like coal, does it? <laughs> not, not often, no. No, uh-huh. never been to a gold mine. Well, I was just uh, think at the uh, in Vegas, the Golden Nugget. They got the the really big right. gold yeah. nugget on display, and you know you hear about it being so big, you're thinking it's big boulder. Yeah, I mean it's a good size, but it's really just like this. You know, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm holding like a football. And that's so right. one of the so-called as far as contiguous nuggets that they've ever found anywhere, right. isn't it? I think. Yeah. Steve Ewald on Coffee Break this morning. We're talking about whatever hits our mind, and, and that's whatever, always dangerous. And whatever you, the listener, would like to hear. <laughs> whatever the listener would like to hear, yes. Bring it on the Canup Law text line. The Canup Law text line, of course, is 855-650-4851. We appreciate Steve a whole lot. Not only is he a good guy and a good jeweler, but he's a good supporter of WCYN. And, uh, hey, uh, talk to us out there, folks. Coffee break quarter two after this.
You're invited to join us for a multi-county cattlemen's meeting at 6 p.m. on Tuesday evening, March 19th at Hinton Mills Maeslick Mill. Receive updates from KCA staff and hear from various industry experts about the cattle health and nutrition topics you want to know more about. University of Kentucky Extension Specialist Dr. Jeff Limcooler is our feature presenter. The event meets CAPE education requirements needed for call share programs. For more information or to RSVP for the meal and meeting, call 606-763-6602. Hinton Mills, serving farmers since 1918. I love playing sports, especially for my school. And that's because school sports are special. It's where it's safe to fail. It's where we're taught resilience, where our fear becomes confidence. It's where we learn to get back up after every fall. School sports are where 7.8 million students go from I can't to I can. Brought to you by the Kentucky High School Athletic Association and the Kentucky Athletic Administrators Association. Would you like to know that your home is safe and secure while you're away? Auto Systems on Bridge Street in Cynthiana can help you with a variety of home security systems to meet your needs. Auto Systems is also your store for your car audio needs. They carry Kenwood, JL Audio, Pioneer with Bluetooth capabilities, and Sirius XM satellite radio. Make your car the envy of your friends. Stop by and visit Tony at Auto Systems, 107 East Bridge Street, or call 234-1578. Woof, woof, arf, arf. Honey, can I stop barking and come out of the doghouse now? Not until you remember what day it is today. Thursday? Keep barking. Maybe next time he'll remember to go to Flower Depot. He could have gotten a fresh bouquet or something from their wonderful selection of country primitive items like Willow Tree Collectibles. Flower Depot has gifts for every occasion. And they're an exclusive dealer of Camille Beckman. Oh, is it garbage day? Keep barking. Flower Depot helps you stay out of the doghouse on Main Street in Cynthiana. Online at flowerdepotfloral.com. Bark. If you have a comment or a suggestion for an upcoming coffee break program call 234-1400 or send us a message at the coffee break page on our website at wcyn.com stevie while on coffee break with us this morning we'll get right back to steve but first uh, of course yesterday one of the first things we talked about on coffee break was the fact that we had a boil water advisory we just have a text here uh is the boil water advisory lifted Trent and I were talking about that earlier. Well, I was just well, I was just asking uh, my main man Eden here, and he's pretty sure he's heard noon. Noon, and I think it's it's super precautionary. You know, everything is fixed. The the break is fixed. Everybody has water, and they don't even really think that anything the water is any kind of contamination. But you know, you always want to abundance of caution. Yeah, err on side of caution. There you go. Well, and we'll find out uh, a whole lot more for sure on Coffee Break Extra. Yeah. I believe Nathan, I'm filling in for the mayor today. Yeah. And, um, Nathan will be here. Nathan's county water, but, yeah, but county water yeah. gets its water from yeah. the city of Cynthiana, so he'll he'll know what's going yeah. on. But I'd say uh, if you want to be super safe, boil water up until noon there you if go. you're going to use it. I poured bottled water in my coffee pot this morning. Yeah. Home, so that's one way I'm, to get I'm it. Sure that's, I'm sure that's – I'm betting the, the uh, grocery stores yeah. are uh, minus a lot of bottles of water. Yeah. That'd <laughs> be my well, guess. And me and Steve, we don't wash anyway, do we, Steve? I mean, I, but I, once a month in the tub, <laughs> right, Steve? Yeah. But uh, I would like, uh, you know, I've heard a few people uh, wonder about, you know, can you shower? Can you wash your hands? Yeah, yes, that's please, what I was please, at, yeah. please do. Yeah, you, please you can do. use the water to shower. Just and don't sure. drink it. Yeah, just and if don't you, drink if, it. Or use it for coffee or cooking or whatever. But yeah. anyway, yeah. I guess that, most coffee pots, you know, they heat. Well, I don't know if it gets it to a boil or not. But and you know, again, just being very cautious yeah. is the boil water. Advisor. Don't mess with uh, that. And again, on coffee break, actually, yes. Nathan Field to be here, director of the Harrison County Water Association, and he'll have, I'm sure, a lot of answers. 
Okay. Correct. And we got some answers to some stuff we were talking about earlier, Stevie, while you watched yours on Coffee Break this morning. And we were talking about the components of 14-karat gold. It's not all gold, obviously. Uh, and you, I think Trent was asking us, maybe somebody on a text line, you know, what else is in 14-karat gold to give it its strength, to make it workable and all that? And, and there's a host of other metals. Talk yeah, about I that, mean, Steve. Yeah. Copper, nickel, tin, silver. Yeah. And I mean, the whole Duke's mixture depends on yeah who's making it. You know, you really can't be sure. And if you have an allergy to a piece of jewelry, if it's got 14 karat gold in it, you don't know which one of those alloys or metals right. are really causing They're you the really problem. Really causing the problem, right? Yeah. So you know, and, some people can't wear jewelry, can they? Right. You know, at all. And um, brings up the other metals will react with chlorine. Uh huh. And so it's good to keep your good jewelry out of swimming pools and, you know, high chlorine content water. A lot of ladies will wash, well, not, most of us have dishwashers now. Right. But they used to, you know, mm -hmm. they used to say, take your hand, your rings right. off before you wash dishes. Is right. detergent not a good thing? It's, it's the chlorine. The chlorine, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. yeah. It'll, it can eat those other metals out, and I've actually, it kind of looks like Swiss cheese. Oh, goodness, really? Yeah. It'll, it'll just. Just looks like it's had bugs in it or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and I guess you, you know, so if you go in a swimming pool, you want to take your jewelry off. It's a good sure. idea. Yeah, you know, yeah, good idea indeed. Uh, I, I want to come back to earrings a minute, Steve. Sure. You know, fashion always amazes me, and of course, I've got a wife and two daughters. And, uh, as I used to tell my daughters, don't worry, it's all about how you look. And I'm, that's what they, <laughs> that's what they always, it doesn't yeah. matter, nothing else matters how you look. And no, they're not those kind of girls, right? Really. Uh, but, but I used to kid them that way, you know, right. uh, but, uh, you know, and I've, you know, you see fashion trends change and come and go. You mentioned hoop earrings and of course, uh, what do you call it? We've just got the one stone on it. That's a post and what they call that a post. Well, yeah. stud, the diamond stud earring. What is the most, and, and maybe there isn't an answer to this, but is, do, do earrings change uh, in terms of style? Is there something that's hot now that everybody wants, a particular type of earring, or is it just, you know, pretty much mishmash? My personal experience is you never know what somebody's going to be looking yeah. for. You yeah. just don't know. Yeah. Well, you know, we've talked about the fact that you can actually get what I call designer jewelry. Mm -hmm. Okay, I can come over there and say, I want this kind of stone in this kind of setting. And when we've talked about that before, I've mainly thought about it in terms of uh, – necklaces or, or rings or something but can you do that with an earring also can i order kind of design it a little bit or is it pretty much there yeah you can do some things mm -hmm. and uh you know i don't have casting equipment right but i know people that do yeah you can get it done so we can get it done yeah you know it's, it's not inexpensive yeah well so the, well, obviously the more unique something is the more expensive it's going to be especially right. if it's one of a kind right, right. But you can get a one-of-a-kind piece of jewelry at yep. yours if you want it, right? If you want it. You won't see it anywhere else. Mm -mm. There you go. Steve, uh, you know, um, the uh, let's get to the clocks here a little bit, okay? <laughs> All right. And uh, you've taught me a whole lot about uh, clocks. I'm not near uh, at the point where I can even, uh, you know, these old clocks that run on the weights and stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I had one of those at my house that belonged to my dad. And when he right. died, I... I brought it out to my house, right? And um, I haven't figured it out yet. You know, you agreed to come out and and uh, you know get it mm -hmm. going for me, and I've never had 
had you out there, I was afraid I'd have to feed you or something, Steve, oh, if no. you come out. Okay, you, so you'll make a house call without being fed? Well, that's good. I will. I will. <laughs> but a lot of people have those. Uh-huh. Uh, and, you know, you pull the chains and you do the weights and all that. A lot of people tire them up doing that. Uh, you can. Yeah, well, what's the mistake we make with the grandfather clock when we tire them up? Uh, really? Well, I mean, that's a, the, the biggest mistake that I see is moving them with the weights and pendulums still well, and I, and I did consult you before I moved it from Dad's right. house to mine, and I right. took the weights out. Right, you take all that yeah. out. Yeah, And past that, whenever I wind a grandfather clock, I'll pull on the chain and I'll lift the weight at the same time. That so you don't the pressure, make the chain. Yeah. That takes the pressure off the works inside the clock. That makes sense, And yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that, that'll just prolong its So life. kind of take the weight off the weight as you're pulling mm-hmm. it back up. Right. Yeah, there you go. Well, you know, they're amazing. Uh, they are. And, uh, you know, you get used to them dinging after a while. <laughs> that's what I, you, you miss it when it quits. Yeah. Is what happens. Yeah. That's what happens is you miss it when it doesn't right. ring anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, and most of the grandfather clocks that you have now, uh, I'm talking about not the ancient ones that mm-hmm. are actually, you know, old, but you can get, you know, a grandfather sure, clock that's modern. Right. Uh, it still works on weights and everything. It's still the same. The same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, do well, are they popular still? I mean, uh, you see them in a lot of places, and sometimes you don't know if it's old or, or young, but, you know. Personal observation is it's still the older folks. Yeah, like the me. Young, the young generation <laughs> yeah, yeah. doesn't seem to be interested in any of that. You know, Steve, I have talked to um, uh, a lot of people, mm-hmm. and as you well know, uh, the generation of my parents and your parents and, and their parents, and mm-hmm. even some into our generation, antiques. Yeah. They loved antiques. Oh, yeah. My mother just had to, you know, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, they would get old antique furniture that was made for a home with 12-foot ceilings. Right. And try to get it in these ranch-style homes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, <laughs> yes. It would never fit. But that stuff's everywhere now. Yeah. And now that generation is dying off. I hate to put it that way. But I remember when my mom p- passed away, uh, Nathan and I looked at each other. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we're modern new age guys. I don't that bed's too short for me. Yeah. You know, and most of them were. Right. Because guys back then, if you're 5'10", you're pretty tall. And, you know, the doors don't work well and right. you know, all that. And so, um, and I don't, <laughs> we had an auctioneer uh-huh. come up and I said, Nathan and I wanted to buy this stuff up. Really, mm-hmm. neither one of us wants any of it, but we don't want to take advantage of each other unknowingly. Right. Tell us what this is worth. And the first thing, I don't mind telling you, Sean Ritchie, he's mm-hmm. a buddy of Nathan and mine. Sure. He just came up as sure. a friend as a, and walked through there. First thing he told us is, now, guys, I'm going to tell you I had the same experience with my mother. I don't want you to be offended when I tell you what this stuff is worth because it ain't worth what it used to be. Right. And when he went through that, I mean, I was surprised. Right. I mean, right. yeah, it was worth stuff, but mm-hmm. but not what not my what mother ever think. thought it was worth or anything exactly. like that. And the point I'm getting to is that the modern, you know, new age people, they're not <laughs> interested in antiques anymore and old clocks and things like that, are they? They sure don't seem to be. No. I mean, you know, a lot of people had old, I've got an old mantle clock that came, one of those old mountain style mm-hmm. clocks, you know what I'm talking about? You see right. them everywhere. Uh, and I think it runs on weight. Yeah. I'm not sure. It's a small clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could very well. Yeah, you bet. I bet you see a lot of those, don't you? Yeah, 
I call them the country clock. Yeah. You know, you know, everybody had them on the mantle. On the mantle. Yeah. And go it's, ahead. I'm it's sorry. unfortunate that, you know, but value systems are changing. Yeah. For whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. Well, maybe it'll come back someday. I don't know. Well, typically things do. Yeah. And I'm not saying that everybody hates antiques now, but they're mm-hmm. not. It's not the big it's, push that it used to be. It's not now. Yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I remember uh, mom. She'd go everywhere to find a particular kind of va- mm-hmm. vase. Now the dog on TV calls it a vase, <laughs> right, <laughs> or something. And and you know things like silver service. Oh yeah, it used to be huge. My mother had a silver service. Yeah. And, you know, the the bad thing about that is if you didn't polish it all the time, it looked like crap. Right. right. And, uh, it, and it had all those little creaks and, yes. you know, bends in it. You had to use a toothbrush or right. something. I never did it myself. But Nathan and I were looking at each other. Right. You want that? No. Right. <laughs> what am I going to do with that? Right. And it was for looks. If Mother ever used that for anything, I don't remember it. But it had it the, had the kettle or the pot and right. all that, you oh, know, yeah. it sit on the stand and turn. Yep. And, uh, you know, and it's silver, but I, right. mean, it's, I don't know how good a silver it is, but, uh, I don't even know what we, I think I let Nathan, yeah, <laughs> I you believe. Know, it'll, but people are running into that conundrum now. Exactly. Uh, what do you do with these antiques that right. nobody wants anymore? Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, you know. it's unfortunate, but well, times change. Times are changing. Uh, I guess for, uh, in the future, if you want to see an antique Lincoln bed, you have to go to a museum or museum something. Museum or something. See the one Abe laid in himself. But no, that, all that stuff's still out there. And yeah, it'll be preserved some way. Maybe it'll come back into fashion. I don't know. Most things do. Can up law text line, you know, let us know if antiques are still a thing in your life or if they're just in the way now. You know, I'm kind of an antique myself, Steve. So I'm kind of all for them. Yeah, me, 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 <laughs> I'm pro antique, yeah. especially antique men. Knuff Law Text Line, 855-950-4851. Once again, I want to remind you, Coffee Break Extra, our guest this morning, will be Mr. Nathan Fields, the director of the Harrison County Water Association. And uh, we got a lot of questions about the water this morning. I think we're going to be all right by noon, but Nathan will know for sure. And Steve Ewalt will be right back with you and me on Coffee Break right after this. It's halftime. Recovering from the trauma of a car accident is stressful enough. Finding a good repair shop shouldn't make it worse. Cockrell's Auto Center on U.S. 27 South has been at the same location since July 1981. And with 10 technicians, you will get your repair work done right the first time in a timely manner. So take the anxiety of repair off your shoulders and allow Cockrell's Auto Center certified technicians to return your vehicle to its original condition. Cockrell's Auto Center, locally owned and operated since 1981. Are you looking to advance your career? Consider matching your expertise with one of the many career opportunities at Bullard. Bullard is a worldwide manufacturer and distributor of personal protective equipment, including hard hats, fire helmets, thermal imaging, and respiratory equipment. Internationally known as the inventor of the hard hat, Bullard is a fifth-generation family-owned company with headquarters right here in Cynthiana, Kentucky. If you're ready to unleash your potential, join our efforts in making the world a safer place, then join our team at Bullard, where we put the personal in personal protective equipment. Explore our career opportunities at www.bullard.com forward slash careers. Sorrel Home Medical, we want to make you smile. 
At Sorrel Home Medical, compassion and customer service are two peas in a pod. We have a selection of home medical equipment needs, and we always aim to please. Come visit us in our showroom at 208 West Pleasant Street in Cynthiana, and you'll find out that Sorrel Home Medical is going to make you smile. Yeah, come visit us at Sorrel Home Medical for people you know and the service you can trust. Van Hook Hardware on Pike Street has a large selection of hardware items. Van Hooks is your UPS service center. Ship UPS free with UPS drop-off. Like Van Hook Hardware on Facebook for the latest updates. Check out these bargains of the month while supplies last or until the end of the month. A four-pack of GE LED light bulbs, $14.99. 50 feet of Never Kink Heavy Duty Garden Hose, $29.99. A Sterilite Latching Storage Box, $9.99. Telescoping bypass lopper or head shears, $22.99. 4,000 square foot of Scott's Turf Builder Triple Action, $29.99 after mail-in rebate. 12 ounce can of WD-40, $7.99. Three pack of paint roller covers, $6.99. And a Four Seasons Courtyard Chair, $24.99. Those bargains and a whole lot more at Van Hook Hardware in downtown Cynthiana. If you have a comment or a suggestion for an upcoming Coffee Break program, call 234-1400 or send us a message at the Coffee Break page on our website at WCYN.com. And you're back with us on Coffee Break this morning. Steve E. Walt, E. Walsh Jewelers on Main Street. Steve's here to talk to us, and we'll be talking to us more. I see we got a text here already. We'll get to that in a moment. But first, time to play a little Cabin Fever 24. And I'm thinking sausage and biscuits at Hardy's. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Oh, I'd like to come out there. How big is the bowl or the vat or the tub that you have the gravy in out there? Can you just go out and dive in it? Is that possible to we do that? We make it by the gallon. It takes, uh, <laughs> yeah, we make it by the gallon, but I bet you we probably make 10 gallons or 15 gallons a day. Really? 10 <laughs> gallons of, 10 to 15 gallons of gravy? Now, that's I don't cool. Know. I, I'll probably over-exaggerate, but it probably seems like that. <laughs> well, <I> bet <laughs> it goes out the window fast, don't yeah, it? Sure it does. <laughs> now, Doug, yesterday I actually went out there for lunch and with the with the water issue they couldn't have fountain drinks oh yeah and i also saw a sign that said no gravy yesterday so yeah was, we was breaking oh, people's hearts yesterday. oh man no gravy but, that is but, rough. but we're okay today right yeah everybody, everybody's okay come on out we got it <laughs> there you go there you go well we appreciate you and everyone out at hardy so much and certainly uh, not only for the good uh, f- food and goodies and sausage and biscuits at Hardy's. Uh, right. But we appreciate you uh, being a good sponsor of local radio and helping us with Cabin Fever 24. Do you have a winner's name for us this morning? Uh, yes, sir. We have Kim Bartels. Okay. Kim, Kim congratulations. Bartels. Kim Bartels. Hey, we're going to let you get back to making that gravy. How about that? All right. Thank you. Y'all have a good day. Thanks, we appreciate sir. it. Now, Kim, typically we have a game show host from Vegas come in, but today we have a very, very special person. Mr. Barry White will tell Kim what she's won. Uh, good morning, Kim. You've won a six-pack of L.A. One and $10 to Snappy Tomato Pizza. And don't forget about that L.A. One spicy salsa. Kim, back to you, Doug. Thank you, Barry. You're Boy, Barry is still cool. <laughs> he is still cool. There you My go. voice usually doesn't do that, so i got to take advantage. <laughs> City Buzz Magazine time is 8.34 on this 14th day of March. And you know what that makes me think? What? Hey, if you Julius Caesar, watch oh, out. The, the Ides of March. Beware yeah. the Ides of March. That's right. Hey, two Brute, you too, buddy. I mean, good yeah. night. Uh, everybody's against me, you know. Hey, so uh, uh, well, Caesar had a rough Ides. <laughs> <laughs> While we have. Uh, it's also Pi Day. 
Is it Pi Day? 314. 3.14. Okay. That's, there you go. That's, that's, Archimedes, is he responsible for that or who, done, who come oh, up with I'm that? I'm not sure. Uh, I believe. I don't know. Trent will fact check me immediately on that. Well, I, I will. But uh, yeah. I wanted to mention yesterday we had uh, opening days for both softball and baseball. Yeah, let's get on County. that. Yeah. yeah, and two wins. So congratulations to both teams. A um, couple of notes to pass along is Bella Persinger is now the winningest pitcher in Harrison County High School history. How about that? She's a sophomore. Good night. Wonder what she'll be by the time she graduates. <laughs> that and, might be a record nobody catches. And if if anybody's listening can correct me, I think it's either her seventy eighth or seventy ninth win last night. Good night. Yeah. How about that? Ed Ed was up there calling it on WCYN two and he said she was mowing them down and they were playing a good team, Campbell County. Well. And I mean they weren't playing any pushovers. I want to tell you something for the first folks, game. And as you know, and I've talked about it before, uh, on two occasions, I've been able to stand <laughs> in the batter's box. I thought you have, might mention that. And have Bella pitch to me. And I want to tell you something. Uh, for a little old kid, <laughs> man, she was a freshman when I was up there. And uh, she can she can hum it on in there, as they say. You know. um, and then, so congratulations to the Phillies and Bella. And uh, so they got their season kicked off right as well as the Breds. They uh, played Bluegrass United. And beat them ten to nothing in six innings. I got to listen to a little bit of that. So the guys had a good day up on the hilltop. That was here, and uh, the next scheduled uh, game for the Breds is Friday. Friday. Weather, weather's not looking the yeah. best for that. It, it would be on the road, and then um, the Phillies. Uh, our next broadcast with the Phillies will be um, on Tuesday, the nineteenth. So obviously, we'll talk about that more uh before it happens but uh yeah it's where we went from the heartbreaker of basketball straight into a couple wins in baseball and softball so uh active active on on the radio with the harris county sports and swimford bring it all to you and you know and one other thing i want to mention sorry yeah. we don't toot our own horn a whole lot here but uh you know jack asked me to look at the uh the numbers on the app during the 10th region championship game Blowed it up. It blew, was, blew it up, I yeah, should it say. It really did because it was bogged down, it, and the official number was like 1,900. And a lot of that from other people, other teams listening Oh, for sure, us, yeah. Because you know? I don't know if any of the other teams in the 10th region, if any of the towns they're from, if they have radio stations, I don't know if they do the high school games. Yeah, the, the ones that we know of, you know, we know Mason County has, they do, has radio. Yeah. Uh, uh, Montgomery slash Clark has radio, yeah. but not. I mean, I don't think, the other I don't think Campbell does or Scott yeah. or anybody like that. Yeah. Yep. Swinford is known in all counties. <laughs> he is, he is well state. known. Yes. And speaking of our baseball and softball, of course, we have a, a state power year in and year out in, in baseball. We're recognized as. So I don't of course, to, and we're getting that way with softball too. And we're getting that. You took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> we're getting that way with softball. And if, folks, if they you've never seen a ladies' fast pitch game, you talk it's about fun. action, action, action. It's good stuff to yep. watch. It really is. And no doubt. I, I, okay. Sorry for taking up too much time but i wanted to get those tidbits out there steve ewald on coffee break this morning we were talking just a moment ago steve about how trends and fads and fashions and interests i guess change and how younger generations are not really into the antiques uh like it you know used to be we have a text over here says uh sounds good today ladies and gents uh you're right are there any ladies here Oh, anyway, well, <laughs> hey, uh, if if one comes in, we'll give him the uh, uh, <laughs> the greeting here. It says says you're right about generations. After you have a few grandparents and parents pass away, you're not interested in clearing out any more stuff. The silverware and clocks look great when they're alive, but when they pass, it's just stuff to new generations. And you know, 
I had a much better appreciation for my mother's antiques and clocks and stuff when she was living. Mm -hmm. And now that she's gone, it's just like this text or says, here they are. Right. What am I going to do with that? And, you know, if your parents, you know, if you're lucky enough, uh, like me, to have your parents until you're an adult yourself and have your own home and everything before they pass, you got your own stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the question I have. Well, who are we going to put this? You know, so anyway, I want to get on something you mentioned during the break, though, talking about fads and changes, Steve. Mm-hmm. Steve and I have a fashion <laughs> that we both love and we want to come back. And it makes me think of Eric Clapton's song, Bell Bottom Blues. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. We want the bell bottoms to come back. Steve and I want to be able to go down the street in some bells again, don't we? We have, yeah. 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 And I've, I've actually seen that's what you were telling wearing me. those. I was going to say I've again. seen some younger younger ladies. Really? And I say younger, you know, twenties. Yeah, right. Wearing big, you know, mm-hmm. the, yeah. what do they call it what elephant even. Elephant? Well, they had three kinds. Okay, you had what was called a flare, which a lot of men, even with suit mm-hmm. pants, would not a full bell, but just kind of a wide, uh, you know, bottom to the pant leg. And then you had your traditional bell which Mm -hmm. basically formed a bell almost from below the knee on down. Mm -hmm. And then we had the baggies. You remember them? Yeah. Yeah. I had some of those that buttoned up in the front. I never had that. And they were low on the waist, too. Yes. So, you know, uh, I don't know if I could wear those now. (laughs) Probably couldn't get by with that. So we want the flares, the bells, and the baggies back. Right, Steve? Yes, sir. There you go. And we have seen it. Uh, we've seen the fashion on the street. So maybe coming back. We'll ask the Canup yeah, it seems like line. It seems like with fashion that things ha- have a way of coming back and then going away again and coming back. And- uh, penny loafers. Yeah. When we were in high school, and yep. you had to were get the bass big? penny right. loafers or the bass weegins. Bass weegins. And we got them at Goldberg's. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, my dad used to say, those shoes are too expensive for a high school kid. Yes. <laughs> you had, yes. And your dad said, the shorty yeah. said the same thing, right? Yep. Uh, so, you know, if we couldn't afford the Bass Weegians, then we'd come down and get the Penny Loafers, which were Bass. Also, well, they had other brands, right. but Bass was what we wanted. Was- uh, and a lot of people, now in the 50s, it was popular to put a penny in the Penny Loafer. Mm-hmm. That kind of, we got away from that. But, I mean, when I got out of law school, lawyers were wearing Penny Loafers. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a, a dress shoe. Did, uh, you never, wear, did you wear socks with them? Yeah, we had to wear. Yeah, okay. we wore. Now I had some I didn't wear socks. With. I feel like I remember that when I was a kid. Like a lot of older guys would wear those loafers yeah. without socks. Yeah, we don't know why we did that. I still do that every now and then. I can't wear shoes without socks. Yeah, us There's older one. people are just wilder, you know. Yeah, right? <laughs> but me and Steve was born, we didn't even have shoes. <laughs> right. Yeah. But no, uh, I had penny loafers, and I remember they were still in style. They went out of style. They came back in. I had one pair of penny loafers that I quit wearing, and about 10 years later started wearing again mm-hmm. because I'd bought them new. And, you know, right. Anyway, but, uh, no, that's uh, – and, you know, of course, now, if you had your bales on, you had to have some beetle boots, Steve. Yes. you got to have some of those boots that come was. back. Yeah. You know what beetle boots are, Trent? I don't think I know that one. When the Beatles came over – the thing that the first thing that everybody was you know taken aback by uh, was the long hair. Sure, and they had you know cropped mm-hmm. uh, the bowl cut looking hair, mm-hmm. and then uh, but they also wore what was called beetle boots. Beetle boots. Okay, and I don't know. I, what, I just I just kind of looked it up real quick. I yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. It and then we called them that. I mean, they sure. were boot shoes, and some of them attractive, some of them not. So a lot of them had a heel on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
but that's what Ringo and the boys would wear. Yep. And then they had the Nehru collars. You remember they went yes. to India and they had us all wearing Nehru, Nehru. collars. You yes. know. Uh, Did you have a Nehru jacket? Um, I think I did it one time, yeah. Douglas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you, Steve you, and I, you talk, you you're looking rascal. at some fashion icons you in are. here, man. Both of you are. That's right. <laughs> when we used to put that Nehru, Nehru <laughs> neck shirt on yeah. and go down the street but in them bells, baby. They ought to have a, uh, a, fas- yeah. a fashion timeline with you two at the uh, museum. Find Derek Clapton's song, Bell Bottom Blues. I, I'm way ahead of you. I don't. Was he still with Cream when he did that? Or it says it's uh, Derek. Just Derek. Okay. Yeah. Or Derek. Yeah, or, or, oh, it's uh, Derek, Derek and the Dominoes. Derek and the Dominoes. Derek and the Dominoes. And then he went to Cream, and then he right. was just, you know, Clapton. He went out on his own. He the man. You know, Steve, we've talked our way through the third <laughs> quarter of Coffee Break. And yeah. Do you think we've accomplished anything, Steve? Do you think that we've offered anything to the listening public? Change the world. Well, our advice is free, and it's worth every penny. And I'll tell you what, Steve, if we see everybody going down the street today in big bells, we'll hey, know that we've done something. We've done something. We have changed society, folks. And that's what Coffee Break's all about. Steve Ewald, of course, is here. I always have a good time with Steve. If you have a question or comment about anything Steve knows, and that's quite a bit, 855-650-481 is the Canup Law text line. Bell bottom blue. Are you searching for a reliable pharmacy? Eastside Pharmacy is here for you. Proudly serving our community as a family-owned and operated Health Mart pharmacy since 1974. At Eastside Pharmacy, your health is our priority. Our friendly and knowledgeable team of pharmacists is dedicated to providing personalized care and exceptional service to each and every customer. Need a prescription filled? Count on us for fast and efficient service. We offer convenient online prescription refills and hassle-free transfers from other pharmacies. We're here to make your life easier. As a Health Mart pharmacy, we bring you a wide range of high-quality products. From prescription medications to over-the-counter remedies and health and wellness essentials, we've got you covered. So whether you need a prescription-filled health advice or a friendly smile, Eastside Pharmacy is here for you. We're proud to serve you. Sell your house, they'll sell your farm and help you buy one too. Don't you see, they've been around since 1953. They'll insure your house, they'll insure your farm and all your properties. Oh yeah, don't you see, it's Waylon and Company. It's Waylon and Company. Whalen & Company is a great home for sale located at 608 Glenwood Ranch Road in Louisa, Kentucky. This lovely ranch home sits on three acres with a barn, storage shed, and a cellar and features a wraparound porch. For more information, phone Allison Barnes at 859-234-5454. That's Whalen & Company, 859-234-5454. If you have a comment or a suggestion for an upcoming Coffee Break program, call 234-1400 or send us a message at the Coffee Break page on our website at WCYN.com. Now you wait to the end of this, they'll hit that chord hard. Here we go, Steve. You got your ears on? Mr. Derek, Steve. Yeah, boom. Derek getting a little falsetto on us, sir. Yeah. 
Now, the reason we're playing Eric Clapton's Bell Bottom Blues uh, back when he was with Derek and the Domino. Speaking of Bell Bottoms, here's a guy that always looked good at his bells, Fraser yeah. Liebus. Fraser, did you have any Beetle Boots when you were a kid? Of course he did. <laughs> Fraser's just brought in the current edition of the City Buzz magazine. What's that, Fraser? There you go. Did you hear what we're talking about? Yeah. Fraser had them big bells, didn't you, buddy? Yeah. Well, hang around, Fraser, because we're going to talk about platform shoes next, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, he, he wouldn't enough. take that step, Steve. He was tall enough. Off air. Hey, the City Buzz Magazine has just arrived. Care of Fraser Liebus. And, of course, hey, right there on the front, happy St. Patrick's Day, which is March 17th. And we'll talk more about the City Buzz Magazine. I think I said this earlier, but the City Buzz yeah. Magazine time now is 847 St. Patrick's Day this Sunday. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Now, Steve, uh, we were talking about beetle boots a moment ago, mm-hmm. and you've admitted that you did have a pair of beetle boots, right? I did. Okay, well, I'm glad to know that, Steve, because yes. you've had a full life then. Yes. And, uh, and, you know, and then they had those uh, those shirts, I remember, when we were like in the fifth or sixth grade uh, that were, had the big, huge polka dots all over them, mm-hmm. and they were wild neon colors, yes. you know. And you talk about being ready, Freddie. <laughs> you go to the sixth grade dressed that way, man. <laughs> Nobody going to put you aside. Now, here's something else. Thank you, Textor. Textor says, hey, Doug, what about those platform shoes? Now, I have to be honest about this. When I was in college, I bought a pair of platform shoes. I liked it because they made me about 6'4". Right. Okay. I mean, I was tall amongst men. Mm-hmm. Now, they were black, and they were like that patent leather, real right. shiny stuff. Yep. And right down the middle of them was a racing stripe. It was polka dot white. Oh. Yeah. I probably wore them one time because right soon after that, I met my beloved wife. Yes. She would not allow me to wear those. I see. I thought it was because it made me so tall, but years later, she said, no, they look like clown shoes. And <laughs> 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 just about the time I bought those, and you know, a lot of the shoes in the mm-hmm. like, uh, late 70s, right. even into the early 80s, were platform shoes. You had mm-hmm. a big heel on them. Yeah. And we were all taller then, Steve. We were. Uh, but... Uh, no, my wife won't. I've still got those around the house somewhere. I ought to put them in the museum or something. Did, did you ever have the ones with the fish in the bottom? No, I never no. had those. Hey, boy, that's old disco stuff. To yeah, I mean, I've seen that in movies and stuff. Oh, in movies? Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I've never seen it in real life. I've, I, I've seen it, though, and I'll tell you why I saw it. In the 70s, you know, disco music, which I never did really embrace. Oh, come uh, on, but, man. There's some good disco. There's but, some decent disco. Hey, they had Harlow's in Louisville. And it was the quintessential disco. It was out at... Uh, uh, like Cheryl Lynn, Got to Be Real. That's a good song, man. I like Donna Summer. Donna Summer. Mm-hmm. Last Dance. The the, yeah. the ladies of disco, I think, are better than the... I'm not a huge Bee Gees guy or anything, but... Yeah. Well... Anyway. The Bee Gees, you know, they were able... You talk about talented guys. They were able to make music for whatever the current fad was. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. Yep. They could do it. And when disco came along, boom, the Bee Gees they nailed that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, no, uh, there was a, a big disco in Louisville uh, called Harlow's. It was out on the East End. I'm trying to think of that part of town, Good Nights, out there where Norton Hospital is and all that. Uh, it was a new area at that mm-hmm. time. And I remember uh, it was named after the actress. Uh, okay. It, uh, Jean, was it Har- what was, uh, Harlow? Uh, was it Jean? No. Oh, gosh, I've got a mental. But anyway, it had a big picture of her, black and white Hollywood picture. Mm -hmm. The walls looked like tufted leather, you know, and all that. And they had the big disco ball and the dance floor was lit and all that. Gene Harlow? Gene. Yeah, Gene. Was it Gene? Yeah. I mean, that's the first thing pops up. And there was other discos. But, I mean, that was the place. 
in Louisville at the time for a while. Uh, they had the Troubadour and some other places downtown was mostly big bands on Washington yeah. Street. They had some good stuff. Uh, yeah. John Hartford used to come down there. They had a place called the Great Midwestern Music Hall, and John Hartford that was on Glenn yeah. Campbell's show right. all the time. Played a lot of the, uh, okay. get, uh, the banjo stuff banjo. with Campbell. I used to go down there and see him from time to time. Yeah. Uh, but they had good bands. Yeah. Now Washington Street, the old buildings that were the bars are gone now. Here we go. Uh, oh, hey, Steve. Steve Ewalt operates Ewalt's Jewelers this morning, folks. And even though we've been talking about bell bottoms, antiques, uh, what else, Steve? <laughs> we've tried to save the world this morning. But, Steve, can you imagine this? We have a text here about a watch. Okay. Uh, let's put on your jeweler hat here, okay? Uh, text or says, can you still get a battery for a wristwatch that's about 30 years old? Most likely, yeah. Yeah. Now, what kind of well, watch is it? I guess might have something to do with it. Well, right? if the old battery's been in there, that could that could spell trouble. It may not work if you put a new one in it. Uh huh. And so you run into that kind of problem. Yeah. And so best thing to do is bring it down. And let you take a look at just it. Just look at it. Yeah. yeah. And if it can be done, then yeah. fine. If it can't, you'll tell them real fast. Mm -hmm. Don't waste your money. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, and now we're back into fashion, Steve. Okay. Okay. Uh, thank you, uh, Textors, really helping us out with the show this morning. I do appreciate the Knuffball text line and everybody that listens and helps us out. Uh, I digress sometimes, Steve, and the text yes. line kind of brings me back. And, you know, we got off of jewelry and then we got mm -hmm. back on. Now they want us back on fashion here. It okay. says, uh, how about those puffy shirts with the big collars, Steve? <laughs> and yeah. they did have a collar, baby. They yeah. Collar. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yes. You know something else that I, somebody mentioned to me the other day? In the 70s, they had this thing called a leisure suit. Yes. Now, we're not talking about dress casual, folks. This thing didn't have a tie or anything, but they were kind of goofy looking, Steve. They were. Did you have a leisure suit at all? I don't think so. I don't know if I ever bit on that or not. I don't think so. I don't think I did, but they were supposed to be, I guess, what we call business casual now. But they were, you know, a suit, you know, the pants and the coat matched, mm -hmm. but the coat really wasn't a cut no. suit coat or blazer mm -hmm. type. No. Uh, and you wore a shirt with it, often a puffy collared shirt <laughs> and some platform shoes. And you yeah. were ready. Yeah, Trent. <laughs> um, we actually, uh, we had a phone call come in, oh, and uh, somebody was uh, inquiring about the status of Licking Valley Singers. Steve, yeah. you were amongst that outfit. Yeah. Tell them about I it. I am. Well, I mean, we're still, we're still active. We're rehearsing Thursday evenings from 630 to 830. Uh, Isaac Brooks is the new director. And uh, he's also the choir director at uh, oh, it's a college in Wilmore. Oh, Asbury Asbury, Seminary. yeah. yeah Asbury, he's the choir yeah. director at Asbury as well. Yeah. And so, yeah, we're active. There's going to be a concert first part of April. I don't know the exact date off the top of my head. Coming up pretty soon. It's coming up pretty soon. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. Well, certainly yeah, big, we're, big we're shoes active. to fill when Karen left, surely. But, uh, yeah. I mean, good night. What a yeah, she what, what 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 a what an article to have her down yes. here doing that right. Uh, but uh, I've not met the gentleman you're talking about from Asbury. But if he was running the choir at Asbury, I'd say he he knows he knows what to do with it, doesn't he? he? He's, yeah. he's pretty sharp. Yeah. You know, he's I think he's 26. Yeah, he's a young 
Yeah. Now, Thank forgive you. me if you've already said this, but do you have a, an event planned, the singers are coming up? Or do you, when yeah, there's going to be a concert he, in April. People literally just, just said that. Well, that's because <laughs> I'm not paying any attention, Trent. Well, you think I'm you think I'm with you guys in here or what? <laughs> I'm sorry. He's, yeah. he's dreaming of the 70s, Steve. I yeah. know. Hey, I'm Flashbacks. My, yeah. Flashbacks. Will you be wearing bell bottoms for this performance, Steve? None are on okay. that, no. Well, you know, you wear some platform shoes, you'll look stand taller on the risers, well, everybody. They, they need to. Yeah. Do you but, all use risers? Yeah. Uh, uh, typically, we perform at the Baptist Church, and you don't it's already stepped. They kind of have a built-in. What kind of uh, what kind of music can we expect, or can you are you allowed to say? I don't know if I want to let that cat out of the bag yet or not. That's not a problem. I just it's, it's Steve don't want to commit something, <laughs> something you've not heard before. Okay. I'll say it that way. There you go. Yeah, something you've not heard before. Mm-hmm. I think you ought to sing Bell Bottom Blues. That's that's probably not in the agenda, but. Probably not. No, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be different, and but I think it's gonna be fun. Yeah, of course and, it will. Because yeah. we're we're having some fun doing it. You guys always have a good time. We try. And you know the thing about you, there's you and a few others. And correct me if I'm wrong, Steve. I know you were a musician in high school, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you did you you weren't in chorus were you in high no, school? No, no. And as far as using your voice as an instrument, this was kind of your first foray, wasn't it? Or yeah. am I wrong? And if I remember us talking about it back then, mm-hmm. uh, you were a little bit reticent about it. Uh, what am yeah. I doing here? But yeah. now you're right with them, aren't you? Kind of, kind of right there. Yeah. Uh, it was in the first rehearsal I went to, and it was like, what am I doing here? These people are good. Yeah. It's like well, you could read music. I, I could do that. So you had but that it was advantage. Like, yeah, it's a lot different than trumpet playing, though. Well, I, and I knew you were a trumpeter in high school, and I've always wondered this. You know, people that are in a high school band, I've always mm-hmm. admired them because when I look at a music score, it just looks like, you know, yeah. scratch to me. Yeah. And then I look at a trumpet or something like a clarinet or a sax with all those mm-hmm. controls on them. How, any, how does anybody do this? Yeah. But then you know a lot of people. Most of us know people that were in a band in high school, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's been 30 years ago. Right. Okay. Is your ability to read music still with you, or do you lose that? Did you have to? You lose some of it. Yeah. You still have to. Could you still pick up a trumpet and do your thing? Not like I did. Yeah. You know, when I was playing at UK, then. I know. That well, that's the thing I was going to mention. Not only were you in the Harrison County High School Thoroughbred Band, but you yeah. were in the Marching 100, they called it then, mm-hmm. didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. And you, know, you marched was, too, didn't you? We did. <laughs> it was almost more of a drum and bugle kind of a chord, wasn't it? Or it was. Yeah, it was yeah. more that kind of direction. Yeah. And uh, we played some good music. Yeah. Um, and you know, I've heard them when you were in the band. When you learned, yeah, you learned the drill. They handed you a piece of paper with circles on it. Yeah. This is where you are. This is where you got to be. The, and, the next time you're on the show, huh? Uh, Remind me to talk to you about that because sure. the, the UK band, all, you know, beautiful stuff they do and a, and a great outfit they are. But when you were in the band, and I know in the 60s, mm-hmm. uh, they called them the Marching 100. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I think there for a while they actually had maybe more than 100 in there when they still called right. them that. Right. Uh, but it was more of a precision, mm-hmm. you know, type of a, what I call, right. I don't know what I'm talking about, Steve, but I call it a drum and bugle right. kind of a deal. And- and it was different. Essentially, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, you all, so, and yeah, was, there were there were about three hundred of us. And from Harrison County, what Rob Celine was up there, wasn't he? Rick Martin was, I know, wasn't he? Uh, he may have been. Yeah. Um, you know, we had some trumpeters from Harrison County that were in the UK yeah. band at yeah. that time. Steve, thank you, buddy. You're welcome, Doug. Good night. The time's gone. Yeah, I started the music late too. Sorry. Oh, yeah. well. 
Steve, we don't have much time. But I've enjoyed I, it. Well, if nothing else, maybe we've encouraged people to go back to Bell Bottoms. There you are. There you go. Steve Ewald, Ewald's Jewelers. Concerts April 5th and 7th. Oh, I don't know what that is. That's another text here. Hold on a second here. Folks, we want you to keep listening to us and living with us on the air in Cynthiana. Coming up on Coffee Break Extra, uh, it's Nathan Fields, the director of the Harrison County Water Association. Everybody's got questions about our water this morning. We will have answers on Coffee Break Extra. So, hey, like I say, keep living with us on the air in Cynthiana. Thank you, Doug. Today's show brought to you by Hit Mills, Flower Depot, Cockrell's Auto Center, Eden Bullard Company, Sorrel Home Medical Equipment, Van Hook Hardware, Eastside Pharmacy, and Whalen and Company. The views and opinions expressed during today's show have been those of the guest and host and are not necessarily those of the WCYN staff, management, or advertisers.